Hey there, friend. Got a minute? I know you're really excited about listening to today's episode, but I got a great feeling you're going to want to hear about my latest creation, especially if you're the smart, forward-thinking kind of woman that I know you are. And if you're actively looking for ways to improve in your own self-care and wellness, consider this a sign, synchronicity, or just serendipity playing full out to bring a little clarity and fun your way. Now, you know I love to talk about self-awareness on this show because to know yourself is to bring more joy and confidence your way. So that's why I'm so excited to share with you all the deets on my latest creation, the What's Your Divine Energy Mix quiz. The What's Your Divine Energy Mix quiz helps you to appreciate your unique mix of divine feminine and divine masculine energy so that you can unlock your muse method. And your Muse method is your ideal self-care and wellness pathway based on your preferences, your way of being, and your unique take on life. I've gotten so many positive reviews from quiz takers who have absolutely fallen in love with their results. They ask me things like, how did you know this about me? Which brings my heart so much joy. And I want you to fall in love with your results too. To find out what your ideal self-care and wellness pathway is, here's what you got to do. You got to go to www.heycarladiaz.com forward slash quiz to answer 11 questions. You can literally be done in five minutes or less. And once you're done taking the quiz, your results will be flying into your inbox. And trust me, you're going to love your guide. So what are you waiting for? Go take the quiz today and I'll see you on the other side of your results. If you've ever felt personally defeated from not doing your physical best during your period, recognize that it may be your body's way of telling you to slow down. In fact, listening to your body's cues not only helps you to better tolerate this phase in your menstruation cycle, but it also allows you to tap into your body's wisdom. And so today we're answering the question whether or not exercising during your period is a good idea. Let's dig in. Welcome to the Joyful Energetic Mama Podcast, the place where busy mamas tune in to take out the struggle from the daily work-life juggle. I'm your host, Carla Diaz. I'm a married mama of three who jumped off the hot mess express and turned in her people-pleasing ways to become your personal cheerleader and encourager of dreams. Every week, you can expect simple and actionable tips on how to improve your own health and wellness. Are you ready to shift your mindset to go from that grouchy lady that your friends put up with to the joyful mama everyone wants to keep up with? Then this is the podcast for you. This podcast is sponsored by the five days to more energy so that you'll never skip a workout again challenge. In as little as five days, you can run away with all the best tips and tricks on how to naturally boost your energy to do more of the things that you love. For more information, you can go to this podcast show notes, or you can check out www.heycarladiaz.com forward slash five day challenge. See you there. Hey friend, welcome back. It's your host, Carla Diaz. And today on episode 55, we're going to be answering this question. Should you exercise when you have your period? Now, As with any other episode, whenever we're talking about health matters, I want you to understand that what we're talking about is really just for educational purposes. I know I have to give that disclaimer. I don't do it enough, but obviously this 
is, um, you know, the purpose of this episode is really just to get you thinking. Um, it's not meant to be any, any advice or anything like that. Uh, if you have any questions, it's always best for you to go to your healthcare provider and have their professional input. All right. That being said, I'm so happy that you're back with me today for another episode. I love talking about this topic. And the reason why I love talking about it is because for a long time, for me, it was taboo. I didn't want to talk about my period whatsoever. I didn't want to talk about menstruation. It was just something that you just went through and you silently suffered. And for a long time, I felt really, I don't know what the right word is, but I kind of felt cheated that, about this fact that I had to have my period and it would ruin a week of my life every month. What I love about doing my own personal wellness journey is learning to embrace this part of my life and realizing that the experience, although sometimes it can be uncomfortable, that we can embrace this experience as women and we also can biohack it. You know, your period doesn't have to be that much of a source of frustration. Now, granted, you know, everybody's experience is different. Some of us are still not very comfortable with talking about menstruation and talking about your bleed, but I'm hoping that if you're listening today, that at least you could come with an open mind and just realize that when we approach these topics from a different perspective, we can see the commonalities. We can see how there are opportunities to take better care of ourselves and recognize that, you know, menstruation is a part of our life. Meanwhile, we are, um, well, we're in that phase of our life. Um, and so I've spent most of my life regretting being upset, um, and feeling ashamed. And so these last few years, I've made it my personal mission to kind of change my mindset when it comes to my bleed time and understanding that that that's that's just part of me and that in embracing it that I can better impact my health and spread awareness that this is a just like anything else this is just part of being a woman and that when we understand that our choices the choices that we make our body is just an expression of those choices the food that we nourish our body with will reflect on how we feel. The thoughts and the beliefs that we nourish ourselves with will also impact how we feel and how we experience life. So that's why I thought it would be important to talk about today's topic because for many, it's still something that we're learning to accept. And the more light that we can shed on this topic and the more that we can Think of it as a natural part of ourselves because it is truly a natural part. There's nothing to be ashamed about it. The more that we can demystify that, I think the more we'll be able to own our own power as the beautiful beings that we are. Okay, so I know I went off on a little bit of a tangent there, but let's answer this question. Should you exercise when you have your period? Now, I know it's tempting to push yourself and ignore how your body feels, but is that really in your best interest? So let's talk about why we have this need or we feel like we need to push ourselves. And a lot of that stems from diet culture, which as you may know, 
uh, encourages us to work out as intensely as possible so that we can try and rev up our metabolism, right? We want to, you know, burn out the fat. Um, and it also, diet culture also shames us when we can't keep up. So one thing that you need to understand is that your body is working extra hard during menstruation. And when you consider that exercise already places more stress on your body, that means exercising during your period really taxes your system. So should you rest during your bleed? Maybe. Now, some women can continue to exercise without much duress during menstruation, and others really struggle to complete their workout routine. There are a lot of factors that come into play, like how conditioned you are, how, um, you know, in other words, how long have you been exercising consistently? Other things to think about is how well nourished you are. Are you eating the right foods to support this kind of activity? And you also got to think about the nature of the exercise that you're attempting because a yoga session is going to feel really different for your body than a HIIT training workout. Your body is going through so much during menstruation. It is a stressful event for your body. Changing hormone levels can leave you feeling more fatigued and more emotionally labile. So if you've ever felt personally defeated from not doing your physical best during your period, recognize that it may be your body's way of telling you to slow down. Listening to your body's cues not only helps you to better tolerate this phase in your menstruation cycle, but it also allows you to tap into your body's wisdom. So this is one thing that I want you to take away, that understanding your body's cues helps you to deepen your connection to your intuition. So if you are feeling too tired to do that HIIT workout, even if it's on your schedule, I'm not telling you to not do it, but what I'm saying is that offer yourself options. Ask yourself, should you perhaps skip that and substitute it with a gentler form of exercise? So some gentle exercises you can try during your period are doing yin yoga or restorative yoga. Um, as this is the best time to work on your flexibility, restorative yoga is wonderful. I know a lot of women who that's all that they want to do. They don't, you know, necessarily want to punish their bodies with HIIT training. Other women love to push themselves. So, you know, it, it really is based on your preference. Uh, but just like you can do restorative yoga, it is definitely okay to rest. And by rest, I mean taking an extra long nap. Um, or even just doing grounding exercises, just really work on feeling your body's cues, right? Deepening that mind-body connection. You know, as it is, we already live in such a distracted world that we don't take the time to actually take notice of how it feels to be in our body. So this is a great time to work on that. You could also do foam rolling, which helps to relieve muscle soreness. Uh, and if you do feel up to it, you can also do a mat Pilates workout, um, or, or you could also go for a walk. So you have options when it comes to exercising during your moon time. Now, I also recognize that if you feel well enough to continue your scheduled workout, I want you to realize that it's okay and 
healthy to modify your workout in the following ways. So you can opt for doing your workout with less intensity. So by that, I mean you can modify the speed between reps or you could take the jumps out. You can absolutely do less reps and focus on your technique and your form instead. You can decrease the resistance, such as lightening up on your dumbbells or exercise band of choice. And you can also give yourself more time to recover during each individual exercise. But more importantly, this is a great time to also just focus on your breathing. Um, you know, breathing and proper breath work is so important to at all times, not just when you are experiencing your bleed, but since you know your body may be pushing you to slow down a bit, it's a great time to work on your breathing. So before we wrap up today's, um, the main segment of today's episode, I want to ask you, do you make time to listen to your body's cues? So we talked about this a little bit before when we, uh, when I mentioned that listening to your body's cues helps you to develop your intuition, but I want you to understand that your body's always trying to communicate with you, but sometimes those messages are subtle. Quieting down as in doing mind-body awareness exercises or grounding type exercises are a great way to start paying attention to how your body feels. And you can also even take it a step further and just periodically do check-ins with how you're feeling throughout the day to develop this inner wisdom. A great practice to try is to set up a alert on your phone, right? Um, maybe three or four times during the day where the alarm will go off and the alarm will go off because at that moment you have to take notice of how your body's feeling. This is a great simple thing that you can do just to get more in touch with your body's cues, which I find is very helpful to um, not only deepening your intuition, but also becoming more aware of yourself and that mind-body connection. Remember, taking care of your health and wellness goes beyond just watching what you eat or how you exercise. It's important to also build in the habits that help you to become more self-aware of not only how your body feels, but also how you feel in general. So make sure to honor your emotions as well, friend. We've made it to the next portion of the episode, and that's our live journaling prompt of the week. And I already have my journaling prompt here, and I don't know... (laughs) I'm just laughing because these questions are they really put me in a point of, of position of vulnerability. So today's prompt, and I hope you'll join with, with me uh, on this too, on uh, your own time, of course, is to answer the following question. And that is, what is your greatest regret? Now, earlier in today's episode, I did mention that I you know, had an awful time accepting my period, right? Um, but that being said, I wanted to think about what would be another thing that I regretted. And honestly, I regret being subject to peer pressure as a kid. Uh, you know, more than anything, I always just wanted to fit in. And so 
I would do a lot of things that would kind of abandon myself and abandon my feelings in order to be accepted by others. And now I recognize looking back, like that was just the way that I survived. Uh, Cause you know, I discovered early on, Hey, if you're likable, you know, people will like you and you can avoid drama, which is really what I wanted to avoid at all costs. I wanted to avoid drama and conflict. However, that being said, I do regret, like I said, being subject to peer pressure. I wish if I had the opportunity to practice being more brave that um, I would have been further along in my own personal journey. But again, I truly believe that, you know, the things that happen to you molds you into who you are and there's no such thing as perfect timing, only when you decide to change for yourself. So that question, I guess, is a bit of a doozy. I mean, yeah, you can live your life with regret, but you can also make amends for it too. And you can also just kind of give yourself grace and understand that in that time frame, you were just doing the best that you could. So that's my best answer. Again, if you want to go ahead and answer this question on your own time, you can pause this episode right now and take out a pen and paper and just jot down what is your biggest regret, uh, or you could do it later on. And if you feel brave, you can share that with me by going uh, onto my Instagram account. That's where I love to hang out. Go to Hey Carla Diaz and just shoot me a DM and let me know what your greatest regret is. Or, you know, at the very least, you can just tell me if my regret, if you resonate with my regret, uh, you can keep your regret to yourself if it's something that's too personal for you to share. Okay, so we've come to the part of the episode where I dish out on something that I am loving. And in the nature of this episode, I thought it would be a great idea to share with you a book that I came across about last year called The Moon in You, a period book for girls. Now, this is the book that I wish I had when I was wanting to get my period and then regretting getting my period. So, if you are a mom and you have a daughter, or maybe you're an aunt and you have a niece, or maybe there's there's some healing that you need to do for yourself to appreciate and have period love, love for this moon time, I would totally, totally recommend you getting your hands on a copy of this book. It's by Alexandria King. And it's illustrated by her daughter, Giselle Reason. It is such a simple read. Um, and it really does help you to appreciate this time, this part of our, of our cycle. Like I said, I think for a lot of us, we've been ashamed of our bodies for so long and not fully understanding and being told to not talk about it, conceal it. Like the upside to that is to reframe your thinking like I mentioned before embrace this time in your life and realize that this is just a beautiful part of who you are you know just like nature has seasons of growth and it has seasons of well I don't want to necessarily see, say death but winter right um, so does the female body the female body is magnificent and amazing in the fact that it can create life so why do we have to be so 
ashamed of our reproductive system. So if you'd like to learn more, if you want to do some inner healing work, or if you want to have, be informed to have a better discussion about periods with the young ladies in your life, definitely pick up this book, The Moon and You, A Period Book for Girls by Alexandria King. And I'll make sure to put a link in the show notes so that you can check the book out for yourself and see if it's something that you'd like to pick up. And on that note, friend, we've made it through another hopefully informative uh, episode of the Joyful Energetic Mama podcast. And as always, the Joyful and Energetic Mama in me sees and honors the Joyful and Energetic Mama in you. If you've enjoyed this podcast, make sure to subscribe so that you're notified and never miss an episode. Of course, if you found today's topic super valuable, let me know by writing a review. And if you're not quite ready to do that, you can always share this episode with your friends. And remember, if you'd like to learn more about the five days to more energy challenge, you can click on the link in the show notes for this episode or go to heycarlatias.com forward slash five day challenge for more information.